0: Welcome to today's show. We're here live in Las Vegas with Kenna and Charlotte. And I got about 10 of my team came with me. We're going to be talking about today's theme, which is how to become a master ninja of networking, business networking. (laughs) And the golden balls. And Ramon says we're going to talk about the golden balls, which is (laughs) in Spanish it sounds better. We're going to talk about the Golden Globes, we're going to talk about Mezzi, the soccer player. We're going to talk about David Bowie, who passed away, unfortunately, yesterday. And what we can learn from all this stuff that's going on in this crazy world. So I'm rolling live here on Periscope and Meerkat. And so I thought I would start out by explaining why I'm here in Vegas. So we came to Vegas. There's this annual meeting called Affiliate Summit and they do it, and all these internet marketers from around the world come to Vegas. They pretend to work so that they can party and drink. (laughs) (laughs) But, but, one of the things that I learned in business... Except us, right? Except us, because I got them stuck here in the suite with me uh, learning and, and pretending to learn. So, one of my first mentors, Al Howell, who, when I worked at GE... Uh, the company GE, when it was the, it used to be the largest company in the world. It's my one corporate job. He said, Ty, remember, most business is done on the golf course. And another guy added on to that, he said, business is done in the hallways of conferences. So uh, the reason we came here is you can learn a lot just from walking around and talking to people. By the way, my guests today are Kenna and Charlotte. Someone asked if they're the Kardashians. <laughs> Uh, they do for some reason look a little bit like the Kardashians today, but um are you a Kardashian? No. You get asked that all the time. Kelly Jenner. Who do they obviously you don't look like Kim or Chloe. You look like Kim. Kendall. Who do you look like? I don't. don't? <laughs> 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 Kenna's very shy, so I'll try to get a few words out of her. Charlotte will talk. <laughs> She's a little less shy. They're both shy, but, you know. She looks like Kim. She looks like Bruce. What? (laughs) (laughs) They look like the Walbergs.
1: They're talking about me.
0: They weren't talking about you guys. Don't worry. They were talking about me. they say Ty looks like, uh, I'm not even going there. Uh, So, what can you learn about becoming better at networking? Everybody's read or heard of the book. How to Win Friends and Influence People. Mm -hmm. And Dale Carnegie was a king, pin. He taught, Warren Buffett says one of the turning points in his life was, I think it was like in the 1940s or 50s, he spent the equivalent of $1,000 on a course to become better at public speaking. And if you look at Warren Buffett, what he's really known for, not only known for being the second richest man in the world, but also known for his ability to speak and people love Warren Buffett. I just was at this little house event in Bel Air down the street back in LA on Thursday and was in just a living room with it was the most powerful living room I've ever been in cuz it was Hillary Clinton, Warren Buffett, the mayor of LA, Michael Milken. There's like five billionaires in there and Warren Buffett just charms the crowd. It's insane. No matter what somebody tried to ask like hard questions on gun control and blob what he thinks of Donald Trump, and he's just able to deflect it in such a, a well-mannered way. Yeah, charming. The th- I'll give you three tips. So the first one is to be better at networking and winning friends influence people. You have to, of the 25 cognitive biases that make people decide whether they like you or not or whether they want to do business with you, they call one <clears throat> liking and disliking bias, which is a pretty simple one. Basically, likable people win. And if you're not that likable, a lot of people think you're going to win by being tough. Well, I'll tell you what. Who has better PR? Bill Clinton or Hillary Clinton? Who's more universally loved? Bill. Bill. Right. And the reason is, is because Bill Clinton is funny, tells jokes, and Hillary Clinton, even though she's a genius, I think, in terms... Of her brain power, IQ, she always has struggled with being likable. So because she's too like authoritarian. and I've talked to her, and she gives off a very strong vibe, whereas Bill Clinton gives off a strong, strong vibe while also being chill. By the way, bring me a few of the books that we brought. We, we need to have books on the show too. So that's the tip number one. Now, we're going to switch gears for one second. Who died? Today? David yesterday? Bowie. Charlotte?
1: David Bowie.
0: And where's David Bowie from, Charlotte?
1: The UK. And where are you from?
0: <laughs> this generation doesn't know. Doesn't know. And where are you? Where are you from, Charlotte? The UK. The UK. So I wanted to dedicate this bit of the show to Charlotte's kinfolk. Uh. And so, Charlotte, uh, And yeah, you run the one, someone of you run the B roll around while we're doing this. David Bowie has a great quote. I'm gonna read you one of his quotes. And I think this uh, actually ties in very well into the whole concept of. Did you guys, what's happened to me? Yeah. Oh, here it is. Boom. This directly relates to your ability to network. So. David Bowie said, "I don't know where I'm going from here, but I promise it won't be boring." Somebody said, "Ty, David Bowie was an evil occultist." (laughs) Ty said, "He's so he's a great musician." All right. Somebody said, "UK girls are hot."
1: That's true. Thanks. That is true.
0: James will attest to that. Thank you, (laughs) James, for the for that. When it comes to this quote, what it makes me immediately think of is this marketing book I just read, which says one of the tricks to marketing is what? Anybody? As related to this quote, I don't know where I'm going from here, but I promise it won't be boring. Uh, so, you, gotta yeah. hook you, gotta you gotta have a hook. Somebody said, "Fuck James." That's, what they <laughs> 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 That's my first main tweet. <laughs> Our first main <game> tweet. <laughs> uh, Somebody wrote, dude, he saw it. I guess two friends were like, say fuck James and see if they read it. Someone said, Ty, are they wearing all black because of David Bowie? Yes. We have the, Kenna Kenna and Charlotte are the funeral dirge here. They're going to sing a very sad song, (laughs) a monastic chant soon for us. If you want to be better at marketing and influence, in terms of meeting people that don't know you yet, I think this is a great one. I don't know where I'm going from here, but I promise it won't be boring. A lot of people at this conference came up to me, recognized me, and some of them were very boring to talk to, they're like, hi, I've seen your thing. And then some of them had a little hook. One guy, it was interesting, the best person that networked with me today was the guy at the end Yeah. when I was sitting there, and he came over And he started talking, but then he said, My I've got a friend that knows you, and he started talking about stuff that could add value to my business. And he was like, You should talk to Peter, because Peter can help you do this. And so he actually was a connector, which was like David Bowie said, that stood out from everybody else. Because everybody else, for the most part, wanted to ask me for some tip. Hey Ty, we look at my business. One guy wanted me to look at his business idea. One person wanted a picture with me. Which is all (laughs) fine, but only one person But I'm saying that eventually gets boring. James and I and Maya went to the Golden Globe after party last night, and James is very good at networking. And can you grab you grab and James has a kind of charisma when he goes up to people. He got me introduced me to Elon Musk to talk to the billionaire founder of Tesla. It's the second time I've talked with Elon, and but James kind of stands out of the crowd. Same with Selena Gomez. And so David Bowie had that rock and roll swagger, and I think if you can apply that a little bit to your business life and your business personality, you're going to stand out from a pack of literally, in America about 20 million people consider themselves some form of entrepreneur or part of an entrepreneurial effort. So there's a big pool of boring people out there. If you can be a little rock star, a dose of swag. That's right, James Bond. Reciprocity, adding value to others before asking for a favor. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay. You know what I need? Can you rip off a piece of paper? Oh, I forgot my books on the table. I always bring a stack of books with me. Mm. I read once that Alexander the Great traveled with, he would send a library ahead. And so I've decided in modern world I can do that too. All right, I have to go like this. That means I'm changing subjects. I feel better. (laughs) Pretend there's something written on this. Number two, we're talking about. <laughs> Why are you putting that so high? There, that's good. We got our stacks of books. Actually, I'm gonna make you the book girls for a second. <laughs> <laughs> the Price is Right. All <laughs> these can be. A, show the. Can I show the? The book beauties. That's what we. Beauty and the book. Beauty and the book and the beast. I'm the beast. Somebody in my mean tweets that I post on my YouTube was like, you post good stuff, but damn, you ugly man. (laughs) I can't watch you. I said, you're another dude. Why are you looking so closely at my face? All right. Unfortunately, my company was canned after we forgot to pay our taxes. No comment needed. That was, a, that was a random quote. Her Where about in the UK are you from? Um, from New okay. York. East Yorkshire. The real York. You know they call it New York? She's from their OG York. Yeah. East Yorkshire. In East Yorkshire. 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 Now, number two, we are talking current events. We talked about David Bowie. Adding a little rock star swag. The black outfits they're wearing in Memorial. Now we're going to switch over here. We have Herman García Fresco, doctor, who is from Argentina. Argentina. Marta. Soy el número uno. There's a funny song in in Argentina about cuando puedo te vacuno, which if you know Spanish is, I probably wouldn't get away with saying this, but but no one knows what it means unless you're Spanish. Mezzi. Is is he the greatest basketball player, uh, soccer player to ever come out of Argentina? In your opinion, or Maradona? Yes. No, Messi. Messi. If you're American, you don't know anything about soccer. Mark Cuban told me this great piece of advice when he was at the house. He said, "I've always been able to look around corners and see what other people don't see yet." And soccer is going to be big in the U.S. because it's already the biggest sport in the world by far, and it's spreading. To the U.S. So if you're an American like me, who we love basketball, I love football, you got to be able to look ahead at corner and also catch a trend like soccer. So if you don't know much about soccer, when you're you gonna it, know about soccer right now. Trump is able to build that wall. Jeremy <laughs> says unless Donald Trump will build a wall and keep everybody out.
1: Keep all the Mexicans
0: that doesn't have reddish hair. What color is Donald Trump's hair? Orange. Orange. It's a weird color. It's a weird color. I can't and by that the way, these are real lips. Because a lot of people are going to say Kenna has those fake L.A. lips. What? Those are Kenna's real lips. because.
1: Why would you say that?
0: Because <laughs> I, know how the com- the no, no, I know how the comments are going to come. People are going to be like, why are you hanging out with people with surgery? I'm like, that's not. That's real natural beauty. So, chillax. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mezzi and Maradona are the two greatest Argentinians. Yeah, the reason why I prefer Mezzi is
1: because he's more... His integrity as a person is better. He's not into. He's not. He's higher class. I could
0: say that. Okay. Than Maradona. So, Panaman you know. likes Merid- uh, Mezzi more than Maradona because of his personality. Yeah. He's also quite, a good player though. Yeah, I think. So. Now good. the real question yeah. is Things who's evolve. better? Things of all. Ronaldo.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: if you want to piss people off, go down to Argentina and be like Ronaldo. Well, oh, You're probably getting murdered. It's you can. Mezzi
1: has four golden balls. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, he had four more than balls, has four golden balls. all Two. So, so there's no question. Does he?
0: Have, does he only months? have two? Two. He's <laughs> <and, laughs> got no more than two. Twice. No, he's got yeah. two. So it's one's different. a mutant. <laughs> one's a mutant. One has four balls. Oh yeah. Who? Have, what's, what's the, the German? German? What's the German that won the World Cup? That hit the German. German. The German No, but hit the shot. Of I he, don't care who he was. he wasn't a, He's not a yeah, particular really strong now player. He's, now he's doing all right with the ladies, I bet you. <laughs> <laughs> he, had the winning World Cup. Sure. he had a win World Cup. Messi a, is, is better. No. Ronaldo, easy. Ronaldo is way better. No. Mario, go, Mario Gozzi. Robin Muller. Robin. yeah. Botel. Oh, Muller, that's right. Muller. Harry <laughs> Kane. Oh Muller is the one that scored. Chicharito. Right. <laughs> Who's Chicharito. <laughs> Rooney. Harry Kane from cool. Tottenham. Gwebo David Beckham. And that one. By <laughs> the way, I'm going to be posting a little bit of this behind the scenes. Make sure you're on my Snapchat because my Snapchat is where I'm posting the most stuff now that I don't post anywhere. Consuela. Chicharitos in Mexico. And like you said, look ahead on the corner. We need to buy a soccer team. Come mom wants US. to buy a soccer team. In the, cool. in the U.S. In the U.S. Moving on, back to okay. principle number two. How can you be better at social networking? I'm bringing special guest, and wearer of a new line of sunglasses that don't keep out the sun. They keep out all light. We're going to switch this way. We're going to switch. for What is, if you had to give a point, Senor Swanick, what is your, if you had to give one takeaway that you found in addition to likability to being good at networking, what would it be? Well, two things really is first of
2: all, take a genuine interest in the person that you're talking to and not just an interest because that's what you're supposed to do, but a genuine interest. So, uh, a a bad question would be what do you do, right, because it's standard and it It shows you don't know anything about it. it. And it also implies that you're just trying to find out what they can do for you, right? And so, um, but asking someone like, what are you passionate about? Like, what are you interested in right now? What's one of your struggles? Right now, it gives you more detail, and it shows that you're taking a genuine interest in the other person. And when that other person sees that and feels that, connection is created. The second thing is um, always. Oh, wait, let's hold that, hold
0: that one because I'm gonna, gonna give you another one. one. Okay. Let's go on that one. So, you gave some actual questions there that you would ask. So let's recreate this. Let's recreate this. So you come up to me, I don't know you. Somebody says, "Dude's glasses rock." He looks like a pimp version of Bono. Yes! (laughs) James, they love you. They love you. Almost as much as they like Ken and Charlotte, but not as much, sorry. The book beauties. Are you guys okay? You don't have to keep holding them there. (laughs) What do we have? We got some good ones here. The Simpsons and the Mathematical Secrets. What do you think about that book? Raw Deal. How Uber is screwing America. Ooh! controversy. Yeah, we'll, we we can. 45 minutes late today in the airport. Jeremy how Uber <laughs> screwed up Jeremy's trip to the airport. That's a separate book. <laughs> so James, you come up to me and you want to talk to me. What let's just have some banter back and forth so people can see.
2: Sure. Well, if it, it depends on the context, right? If it was a, net, a pure networking um, event, then the you know, question might you might not say, what are you passionate about right let's now? Have
0: you, let's have so you come scoot yeah. in. Come scoot in here. Let's scoot in. James is our next guest. Yeah, you're in the middle and James is there. James, can people handle all this beauty of you three in one place? Woo! I made a mistake. Never roll with good-looking people because what do you think they think I am? They, they're like, he's a boy. He's the bag boy. <laughs> you're <laughs> the valet. Okay, I'm the valet doing the interview. So you come up to me and you ask a question. you got to lean in until you can see yourself. What's the, what's the scenario, sorry? We're just at the Golden Globes. We'll talk about the Golden Globes. Oh, yeah, and we're just meeting. We're just yeah. at the parties. Eh? Yeah.
2: Hey, how you doing? I'm James. What's your name? Mr. T. Mr. T. Hey, <laughs> nice to see you. And I like your glasses. Cool glasses you got there. <laughs> yes. see, paying, we're doing a role. A, okay. Role, we're I like yours here. even more. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. So, what's your story, Mr. J? Hold on
0: one second. You have. I've got paper rub in (laughs) here. James, let's take a break. Brent, I,
1: have, my, a, wait, I Brent, have a cold, James. so
0: I put paper James. You gotta on go face. to the bathroom, and then we're gonna continue this segment. I can't handle networking with you with that. I was like, this dude. Well, it's a great conversation starting. I was say. like, he has a rash on his mustache. His <laughs> uh, you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking this guy has Ebola, and I'm running. I'm running. He's got a disease. Okay. We're good now. Okay. He's so sad. Okay. okay. <laughs> That's why I put you on the side next to Charlie. <laughs> that, was so sorry sorry, sick. that was disgusting, but now I feel <laughs> better. Okay. Say, say. So what, now
2: we've already had a far more interesting conversation than most conversations. That is.
0: What do you do? Remember what did David right. Bowie say? Be crazy. So the, here's what you do, guys. You get your beard. <laughs> you eat a lot of food, and you leave a massive yeah. amount of tra- little cookie crumbs. I don't know that that's what David Bowie meant by being different. What did you guys think? I think you, you want to be likable. So, little side note here. This is actually true. You, you made me. This is called mental trampolining. I know a guy who teaches men who suck with women how to be better with women. And I said, give me the main thing you've learned over all these years. And he said, you're not going to believe this. If I tell you this secret, I'm going to be out of a job. He's kind of like Will Smith, Hitch. You know that movie where yeah. he, he said, this, is, this improves 30% of all men's game with women overnight. You know they're old. I tell them, yeah. <laughs> oh, you guys watch. <laughs> you want to have women like this? Are you women you want to date a man with, with vapor rub in his mustache? <laughs> you watch this. He said, I tell him to go to the store. He said it costs $5, this technique. Go to the store, buy a loofah. Buy a bar of dove soap. Then I tell him they have to wash head to toe, twice. He said, most people stink that suck with women. And he wasn't talking about stink. He was saying, Do I smell? No. Okay. My <laughs> game's instantly better. So believe it or not, some basic hygiene Ooh. and manner stuff. Yeah, just think about a dude, I, a guy that's horrible. I'll tell you a story about a breath person that I know. <laughs> <laughs> Herman knows this story. True story, I won't say any names. I heard a comedian many years ago, and this is one of the greatest jokes I've ever heard a comedian say, he said, he he he's doing a stand-up, he said, there's two kinds of people, Uh, there's uh, two, three kinds of bad breath in the world, three kinds of bad breath. The first kind of bad breath is where someone's talking to you and you're like, damn, internally you're thinking, that guy's breath don't smell too good. The second level of bad breath is where you tell the dude, dude, your breath smells, and the third level is where people tell stories about you years later. So here's the third level. I know a dude, me me and Herman used to run nightclubs. Herman said, one of my friends is visiting. I want you to meet him. We've been telling about this friend for years. So this dude shows up, and he was wearing a leather jacket. So after I met him, the guy left, and it was me and Herman standing outside the club, and I'm like, I think, that, I think that dude's jacket is rotting. It was raining outside. I was like, I was like, "This dude's jacket is rotting. You got to get Herman's reaction on this." So Her like, "No, dude, it's his breath. For years, I've tried everything to get rid of it, and just once in a while, he has his breath. And I was like, "That's not even breath. It, it literally smelled like a rotting leather. So about a month later, the guy came back to visit. I forgot about it, and I remember we went to see Spider Man Three, a horrible movie. We took twenty people, so we go to the movies, and we had a two rows. Okay, I get in there in a row. I'm sitting next to um, Herman, and the previews are rolling, and I turn to him and I'm like, "Dude, somebody stepped on dog shit, and is in the theater with us." And her mom and this guy, our their friend, was eight seats away. I counted, and I could smell. I he, it, he's like, dude, it's his breath again. Eight seats away. I counted. So, going back to the vapor rub on the beard, you don't want women, or if you're a woman, you don't want men on live Periscope Meerkat when they're doing their show live in Vegas. Five years later, telling stories, epic stories of your breath. So, you know, James, but you've just, you've got just that spent clean.
2: five minutes talking about it. So, obviously, you know, like we've already created a great connection. Look at all the humor you've got out of it.
0: I'd like can. to meet you. Can I do business with you? There you go. Deal's done. Look at that business networking. I love it. So,
2: if you make fun of me and I take it in good jest, right? right. Then
0: there's great connection created. Right? And you did that with Jamie Kennedy. Right. So Last what, night, Jamie Kennedy was trying to crack jokes. Yeah. And so, you took them down a notch. Yeah, Jamie Kennedy uh, heard my Australian
2: accent and I pulled out my camera and said, right, let's do an Australian accent. And he did one, which I thought was pretty, pretty poor. And so I said, that's the best Sri Lankan accent I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do an Australian accent now? And he laughed and giggled and, you know, he appreciated that. So as long as you're not coming at them too hard or like really criticizing you're doing it with a little cheeky grin
0: or a smile, then um, people really appreciate that. Someone said, Ty, how's Elon Musk's breath? Didn't notice it. That's the best breath you want. You don't notice it. Okay. Women are attracted to pheromones, but not if they're disguised by stink. (laughs) (laughs) That's true.
1: They're nothing.
0: (laughs) Hermann cannot get over this thing. (laughs) It's killing him. If you knew this guy, I'm telling you. I'll never forget being like... It's raining. I remember trying to be like Sherlock Holmes. I'm like, no human can smell like that. He was wearing a leather jacket. And I'm like, it's raining. So clearly, it's somehow rotting or something. But, yeah.
1: but there's nothing worse <laughs> than somebody trying to cover the smell with air fresheners. That's like the worst. It's like a combination.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. So if you don't go to the bathroom in their house, either. OK, where is this? Thank you, James. <laughs> you back <laughs> Give James a hand. I might call you back. Wait, I'm going to bring you on. We're going back to global events. Global events. We are talking about now Donald Trump. Post to me the Donald Trump little clip. But let's talk, before we talk about Donald Trump, let's talk about the Golden Globes. Ricky Gervais... And his jokes about Mel Gibson. And my main takeaway from that, and I've been around some of these quick-witted guys. I was on the Adam Carolla's show. If you can improve your ability to improv a little bit, it will also help your networking skills. So one skill that I've tried to work on over the years is I do all these shows. And pretty much all my live talks, whether they're four or five hours, are all impromptu in terms of I'm not reading off a teleprompter, and I really will just maybe have, like, three or four notes written down, just like <laughs> a, a sentence to remind me I'm talking about David Bowie or Donald Trump. And when you uh, look at someone like Ricky Gervais, how many years has he hosted the Golden Globes for?
2: That was his third.
0: Third. Mm-hmm. He's just quick on his feet, because you saw that one scene where him and Mel Gibson kind of got on into it, and, and he came back out to talk to Mel Gibson. And I don't know if that was staged or not, but I guarantee you, That Gervais is the fastest, you know, fastest wit in the West.
2: Jimmy Kimmel
0: is pretty good. Jim. Every person that you see, that's Adam Carolla, is almost they used to call it the Adam Carolla effect. Writers would try to like outwit him. You would not want to get into like a battle of the wits with Adam Carolla. So, did you guys see this that I posted on my Instagram? If not, go to my Instagram right now because I posted a very important little tweet. Uh, little Instagram for all of you. It's Conor McGregor. And what does he say here in this picture? He just won UFC. There is no talent here. This is hard work. This is an obsession. Talent does not exist. We are all equal as human beings. You could be anyone if you put in the time. You will reach the top and that's it. I'm not talented. I'm obsessed. Mm -hmm. Uh, Good quote, right? So the question is, when it comes to networking, as we talk, as it pertains to David Bowie, Mezzi, Hygiene, and now Ricky Gervais, these are the skills you can build. Ricky Gervais might have been born a little more eloquent and fluent in speech, but the greatest speaker of all time was uh, uh, in thousands of years ago was a man named Demosthenes, and he was born with a stutter, <clears throat> and he, would, he wanted to become the greatest speaker, and he went and put stones in his mouth every day and went down to the beach and he would just speak into the ocean where no one could laugh at him. And he did it so many days that he eventually just became the best speaker in the known world. So that's what he means by, you'll reach the top, not through talent, but through obsession with one thing. So Jerry Seinfeld <coughs> does 20 minutes of comedy writing every day. Jerry Seinfeld does 20 minutes of comedy writing. Yeah, it's that consistency. I'm going to do a little Snapchat real quick. Look this way. Streaming live, the Ty Lopez show from Vegas. Special guest star, Kenna, Charlotte, and everybody else. Say hello. We're streaming on Periscope and Meerkat. Get in on it. Watch for the episode.
1: An odd silence.
0: I'm back. Okay. So, (laughs) let's talk about, real quick, Donald trump jeremy loves donald trump not really what you love donald trump jeremy, jeremy does not like donald, donald trump. trump i don't, I don't about just, trump. Trump. I'm, I'm sick of hearing about donald jeremy, trump jeremy is sick of hearing about donald trump, trump. gotta get, get, get jeremy on camera, camera. Our our jeremy. Strategy, I think. jeremy what's,
2: what's
0: your thoughts, thoughts on donald trump, trump? No, a marketer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah phenomenal marketer uh I mean, I, I, I'm on POTUS on SiriusXM, and all they're talking about is Donald Trump. I like to hear about policy and not just gimmicks, and uh, he's a master at it, which is annoying. But there we are. Okay, good points. Let's take this back real quick. Sorry, that wasn't very entertaining. No, that's good. Jeremy brings the nice light atmosphere to things. Where I'm being the clown. Oh, okay. You give me some quotes? (laughs) Comic value. A man interrupted Donald Trump's speech here on Monday with three words that struck at the core of the Republican presidential frontrunner's brand. A man standing near Trump shouted, This is boring! (laughs) (laughs) What was the quote from Senor... Uh, In North Carolina, yeah, you he has I don't a know where I'm hard going, time. I don't know where I'm going, but I promise I won't be bo- I won't be boring. That's what David Bowie said before he died here the other day, and it was fascinating. I don't think I would agree because I would say of all the things Donald Trump is, he is not boring. And look how far his networking abilities have gotten Donald Trump. Love him or hate him, you have to respect somebody that it's hard to be a front running presidential candidate. And a billionaire at the same time, really? and one of the things he did was be pretty freaking entertaining. And the, and the one thing that people, people underestimate, I'm saying, oh, he's a moron. No, no. you cannot be a billionaire and be a moron. a moron. Donald Trump is a very Trump. intelligent no. man. Very. Somebody intelligent. says he's he, an he, egomaniac. Man. Somebody said tie for president. Have vote you? For Pedro. Vote for Pedro. <laughs> <laughs> I always see Pedro from Napoleon Dynamite. He goes around clubbing. He always has pretty women. And he is very dainty man. Uh, I feel like he, he is dainty. Donald Trump polarizes like a master. Yes. Sometimes if you stand, like they say, stand for everything, you'll stand for nothing, right? So I do think, I'm not sure he'll make it as the president, but we'll see. Switch subjects. My paper. <laughs> Maybe just the sound effect. Can you do that for me, Ken? Kenna, Charlotte, question for you. Back to networking. We're going to take it away from business networking, and we're going to talk about social networking, meaning guys like you. They want to know and talk to you. They want to get your phone number. What has been the most traumatic thing (laughs) a man has ever approached you doing? Uh, Keep it let me just change, rephrase that. <laughs> most traumatic thing a man's ever said to you, and the most suave. And here's what I mean by suave. Suave means you. When you saw the guy from afar, he wasn't your type. But after he did X, Y, Z, you're like, ah, this guy's kind of cool, or this guy's cute. Let's think of some examples. Let's see if they have examples. Guys, what's the worst pickup line? that you've ever tried. Actually, I have
2: one.
0: Okay, Charlotte. Roll I on. wish
1: I was a French fry to accompany that stayed. This guy. So, <laughs> what did you
0: say? That sounds better in Spanish, Herman. Yes. Herman always translates stuff from English to Spanish, I mean, Spanish to English, and it sounds horrible in English. Okay. Um,
1: this guy once told me he, um, he was like just general chit-chat and then asked me what I did for a living. And then, so I asked him, and he was like, well, I put the, the holes in polos. And I was like, oh.
0: But I don't know. Maybe it's not that funny to you guys, but it set me off. hole, night. And, so you liked it like, more? Yeah, because he then was really funny, and it was like he wasn't try. He was like, oh, I just put, put the hole in polos, and I just thought that was funny, Wait, and was, it was just that? like what broke eyes? Do you like the holes What job it? we do? No, his job. He puts the holes in polos, which I think is a UK joke because all of us <laughs> yeah. Americans yes, are yeah. like. <laughs> oh, do you not have polos here? Well, yeah, but yeah. it it the doesn't shirt? Tri- the shirt. The shirt. Oh. All those shorts? No, they're sweet. Oh, okay, so it's like saying I put the hole in bagels. Oh, right. Oh
1: yes. Oh, yeah, see, fantastic. these are meri- You got to... Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go. <laughs> no, that's good.
0: Look this way, though, truck Okay, but the point is, going back to my point number one I gave, is he made himself more likable <laughs> yeah. by being funny. He was funny. And a little self-deprecating.
1: No, wait, wait, wait. Because... Yeah. In my country. <laughs> no,
0: let's forget. Your no, country is an but, aberration. But Argentina country, has different rules.
1: Pickup lines are were a way to get even the cheesiest lines yes. got you the more girls because it was funny. But most of when people watching it from Argentina, yeah, they didn't work. They did not work at all. <laughs> What's the worst
0: pickup line you ever tried?
1: I said uh, here. I remember I translated one. It was like. <laughs> I, I, I told the girl, I'm like, are there pirates in your house? <laughs> she's, she's like, what? I'm like, are there pirates in your house? And then she's like, uh, she wouldn't answer. I'm like, you have to answer, ask why. She's like, what? Because <laughs> there's a treasure inside of it. <laughs> and that she was wouldn't right. answer. She wouldn't. <laughs> so I could she see would... her mom, like,
0: uh, are there pirates in? And she's like get uh, away from me he's like no answer uh, will you answer because I can't complete my joke
1: and a friend of mine told me do not do pickup
0: lines in America no. I learned my lesson no I, a partner. better thing would be don't use that pickup line <laughs> that, that may be the joke. worst
1: over there it was
0: very very, very good
1: <laughs> you didn't do like the hysterical like laugh thing. Thing. I mean,
0: it was it was yeah. somebody wrote she's it. a humorless woman that's what somebody's comment was. That's a very serious comment. Humorless woman.
2: you always try this a
0: Grab your coat, love. You've pulled. Wait, I think that's Australian. Because Americans don't get me. We're having the foreign pickup line. Oh, I love this. Machine gun eight oxen says best pickup line here in my garage. Ah, Americans will get that one, won't they? All right. Are those wings I see? I have actually my best memory. What is one?
2: You go, oh, do I do I know you from somewhere? And then you just start from there, because then they're not sure if they
1: know you. Yeah. That's not a pickup ben line. Ben said, do, do I know that's, that's called that a totally
0: confusing you. line, a line <laughs> to... Well, you get in... That's a key. And like, <laughs> I'll tell you... Way. I'll tell you. Because then they'll feel rude, the rude if conference. they don't root Yeah, they'll feel... The best one is... I'll tell you a pickup line that worked well for me. Why? Because you've been writing on my mind. When... Herman is, is, is translating as we speak from art to Fan. I was in Denmark. It was actually with Herman, and we were the at the this coins. we were at this hotel. Dude, I invented a good one. I'm a, this only awesome. works in another country, and I invented it by accident. And we were with this uh, at this hotel, and I said, "Where?" Me and Herman goes, "Where's the best place to go out?" This is in Copenhagen, Denmark. If you don't know about Denmark, my friend, this place has mad women. I'm talking. You're like. Something. I'm always, whenever I go to Sweden, Norway, Denmark, I'm like, you get off the airplane, you're like, what the fuck happened to the rest of the world? (laughs) Like, they're super modern. I always take pictures at like 7-Eleven. I'm always like, nobody's going to believe this chick is the convenience. Because you know what convenience clerks look like in L.A.? Ah. (laughs) They look like Uber drivers. They don't look good. They're not good looking. So we go to this hotel, and the dude says to me, the guy says, I know a club I, that you can go to. This is the best club in LA. I mean, in Denmark. So we go around the corner. It was in an alley. I'll never forget. We got there and there was a line outside, but we walked in. There was only girls going in. And we walked in and the bouncer's like, who are you with? And we're just like, oh, we're staying at the hotel. And they say, you can come. Nope. And we just see girls, just nonstop yeah. blonde haired, beautiful girls going in. Finally, I was like, I know a line. This is business networking, by the way. This is a true story. I have found that if you can create, uh, they call it mirroring. They call it in common. So I said with them, I own nightclubs in the U.S. I'd love to see what your nightclub is like in L.A. And I remember the bouncer goes, okay. In Denmark. He goes, okay. Because I created a commonality, and people like themselves. So by creating the commonality, I created the bridge that he just literally opened the ropes. So me and Herman go in there. And I remember saying to him, I said, dude, this is like (laughs) heavy. There was no guys in it. And I found out later that for some reason in Scandinavia, girls go out on their own first, and the dudes come later. Because for like one hour, it was like, it was probably 200 Girls, 50% of them were beautiful, which is a nuts ratio. Nowhere in the world will you get 50% beauty. So we're in there and we're going nuts because we. And I found out Scandinavia don't really pick up on people too much because it's considered more rude. But we did not know that. So we're just like running around like chickens. We're just like, wow, there's no girls right I and mean, there's no guys in here. Boom, boom. And so then guys started coming and it get, started getting a little bit harder to meet people. And I was like, damn it. I was like getting frantic. You know, you get frantic, <laughs> you're like, ah, there's too much stimulus
1: and it's just me and
0: her mind? We don't know what the hell, we don't speak Danish. So then I found on accident, I was trying to buy a drink for a girl and I couldn't figure out the coins. So I asked a girl, I was like, which coins do I pay with? So I don't pay the wrong amount. And what that did is two things. It established that I was American. It was non-aggressive. And an appeal for help is a cognitive bias in the brain called Kantian fairness. Humans want to be fair. When you appeal to them innocently for help, most people say, sure. And so then the girl goes, she was like, oh, like, where are you from? And it just opened up a conversation. So I was like, dude, take the coins, take the <laughs> coins. We start taking coins going, or we can talk to any girl in the freaking place by being like, How, what do I pay with? I don't want to overpay. It was crazy. Now, you can't do this if you're an American. You can't go to America. Don't shake the thing. You're shaking. You can't go to America and be like, yo, what's a quarter? <laughs> they would be like, doo doo, doo doo. You're going to think you're stupid. So, you got to go out of the country, and that seriously works. So, uh, somebody's going to use that one. Oh, somebody. My, my trick has been destroyed. I'll have to come up with a new one. Is that what I used on you, Kenna?
1: No.
0: She's American. Okay. Book of the Day segment, and then we're going to piece out here. What's our time look like? We're going to do a little longer. So. We have Ismael Nunez says, I'm using that. Uh, Amarino 31 said, no, I'm already going to use it. Andy said, no, don't leave us. Amarillo says, I'm at the club in Argentina right now. Oh, we got Argentinian. <clears throat> Vols, that's all I can get. Pretend you're foreign. Yeah. Best pickup line. Uh, that one I don't understand. Haha, ha, I'm Mexican, I'm going to use it. What is being, you mean if you're Mexican in America? It, I don't think it works well in America, because everyone knows what a quarter is. you got to be in a foreign country, so. Book of the day. I want to talk about a book here that I saw in the list. It is right here. So, today's book of the day segment is brought to you by Amazon, who is not paying me, but that's where I bought this book off. It's called The Index Card Why Personal Finance Does Not Have to Be Complicated. Did you guys like math growing up? Yeah. I liked it. You liked it? I liked it. It was my favorite subject.
1: Kenna's but I wasn't
0: good was at science. it. But I enjoyed doing it once I did understand. See, she's not a Kardashian. <laughs> And Charlotte has a degree, what do you have, a master's in?
1: Forensic neuroscience.
0: Forensic neuroscience. So boom, haters. Boom, <laughs> boom. You and you and you. you. You can kiss her degree. Okay. The most, you know what's great about this book? Look who's on the back. I always look at who recommends the book. Burton Malkiel, who wrote A Random da- Walk Down Wall Street, which is one of the most <coughs> iconic stock market books, which talks about, Active versus passive investing is really the basis of modern investing with ETFs and index funds and all that. So, he says the most important financial advice is stunningly simple and fits on an index card. The newbie investor will not find a better guide to personal finance. Pretty good when you get this is like Michael Jordan recommending your basketball skills. The only irony is, of course, it's a book, not on. An yeah, index card. <laughs> not an index. Thank you, Jeremy, for pointing that out. Uh, It's written, this is written by this University of Chicago professor, which is, University of Chicago is pretty much the most world-renowned U.S. university for economics. One of, but some people would say the best. So I'm going to pick a random subject. I got a CFP. I'm a certified financial planner. So I'm going to try to, I'm going to have Charlotte. uh, I'm going to randomly stop. Oh, you just tell me I'm going to stop? Okay, you put your finger down. Okay, we are going to talk on your emergency savings account. When you should, when should you buy a home? Ooh, good question. All about buying homes. The fact that people didn't know how to buy a home is the main cause of the 2008 crash, even though there was also bankers and corruption and other issues at play. When you don't know what you're signing, when you sign a mortgage, uh... Do you think you're the sucker in the room or not the sucker in the room? That's what it really comes down to. And so most people were, made themselves the sucker. The bankers were suckers too. But he says before you buy a house, you need to have an emergency savings fund. And I and I think that's one of the most important things. The great <coughs> Sam uh, Bill Walton, not Bill Walton. The great John Wooden. Sorry, I was confusing basketball players. John Wooden, the coach at UCLA, the most winning coach in history for college basketball, he said, always prepare for a rainy day. So you gotta prepare for the rainy day ahead of time. And so before you make a big expenditure, like buying a house, which you're gonna have to almost always put a down payment on, make sure you have three to six months of cash saved up. Take your expenses, multiply it by six, and that's how much cash you should have before you invest in the stock market, in a business, and, in a home. So let's say you, you tally up your critical expenses, and they're 2000 a month. You multiply that times six, that means you need $12,000 in cash, and it doesn't literally need to be bills in your house, you don't want to do that, but in a savings or checking account. Not in anything fancy, not in mutual funds, not credit card lines of credit, just cold, hard cash. Warren Buffett ended up, I'm sorry, Bill Gates, he had 12 months saved up. For Microsoft. So he took the annual he took the monthly cost of running Microsoft, all the employees, and that was probably I think at one point Elon Musk said his expenses were a hundred thousand a day. So that's how much a month? Um a hundred thousand a day is three million. Three million a year, right? And three million a month, and you multiply that by twelve. Well he six is the minimum. So you take three million times six. So how much cash would he need to have to have a healthy company? Eighteen million dollars. Bill Gates was a little more paranoid. He had thirty-six million. I don't. That wasn't his literal number, but that was his multiple factor. So make sure you don't go uh, and start investing when it's not appropriate. Okay. That'll kill the mood of a room. Finance, <laughs> everybody's like, I don't know if everybody likes that segment. Did you guys like that it, it, segment? or a little, Was that it, was it too much? Too soon? Everybody's laughing about breath jokes, and all of a sudden you talk about savings, and people are I saw Kevin starting to fade. <laughs> Kevin's got a little narcolepsy. He works for me. He, he tends to fall asleep at all times. <clears> ha <throat> ha. Football. Who's winning the game? Post the score. Who's winning the game? Zach would know. Zach pretended like he couldn't come to Vegas no, he was sick. by saying he's sick. <laughs> right now he's chilling, watching football. You watch? <laughs> I know Zach. It's the it's the big game. It's tied. Final section, questions, open mic time. So
1: let me say something about
0: networking. Okay, yeah, the third second. point. Thank you. Third point from Herman on how to be better at networking.
1: This is just uh, some research that's been done in like real research, scientific research. And one of the important things is now some of you are going to be doomed for, for life because first impressions matter a lot. They've done experiments where they tested same subjects, dressed differently, looking differently, twins, a whole bunch of different experiments. And the first 10 seconds, usually a person makes up their mind that they're going to like you or dislike you or make you know, assumptions about you. So uh, there's a very cool experiment where they've done uh, with candidates, political candidates, and they show random people in the street. They say, here's this person, this person. Who would you vote for? People they don't even know. And 90% of people picked the winning candidates of some random political party in some random little town, which means these people's pictures Yes. or somehow better than this guy's pictures, because they yeah. got voted by people in Nashville, not knowing anything about them. So that influences people. Bald, being behavior. bald.
0: They say there's never been a bald president. Isn't yes. that crazy? So some things you can do if you happen to be bald, you could wear a hat. Go Trump style. You could go Trump style. <laughs> but Trump says that's his real hair. I don't know how that's his real hair. but that's So that's cool, Herman. <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs>
1: First, first impressions, count. First impressions uh, matter a and lot. That's why I say some of you are doomed because some <laughs> of you will, you know, I would say do an experiment. Take a picture, post it randomly somewhere and ask people that, you know, or ask somebody that you know to ask people that don't know you, do you like this person? What do you think of this person? Just show the picture and you'll get a very good idea if people accept you or not by just looking yeah. at you.
0: They call that resting bitch face. A lot of times women, you guys know what RBF is? You guys are more jolly. No, Kenna and Charlotte are more nice. But a lot of women, you see them across the room, they're like like mean mugging. They're ready to beat people up. And in business networking, you don't want to have that face. You generally want to smile.
2: A smile will just make you so attractive with people. That's a good point. With teeth.
0: Thank you, Sean. So for those of you.
2: That resting bitch face, that's.
0: Oh, for women.
2: ...sitting down there who are lovely women, I'm sure, but they're just sitting there and guys are going, that girl looks really snotty. That girl yeah. looks
0: like bitchy. You know? <laughs> that's why they do it, though. Sean says they don't want people coming <laughs> yeah, up to them. The point, it's yeah. all part of the master plan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true. A smile, smile is important.
0: Now, What's start that? pouring in your open mic questions. You can ask anybody. You can ask me. You can ask Charlotte. You can ask Kenna, Herman, James, Jeremy, Sean, Willa, Alec, Ben. Kevin, Nate, Adrian, Mike, and Joseph. Sounds like a song? song. Ty, any advice how to get a mentor? I don't, oh man, it cut off, it came too fat. Charlotte, you are gorgeous. The rest of his face is an epidemic sweeping America. Ty, what books do you recommend for investing? I just gave you one today right here. This is a great one. Start with this one. Accelerator, oh man, starting to come a little too fast here. Best color to wear, Kenna. What color do you like a man in? Purple. Um, That's a good question. I like blues or blacks or whites, I guess. Blues or blacks or whites? Blues, blues or blacks or whites. White. Sounds racist almost. Okay. Can you hold the book up so I can screenshot? It's called The Index Card by Olin. O-L-E-N. Oh, wow. Okay. Can that neuroscientist girl say something about addiction? So we have two neuroscientists here. We have a PhD, Herman, and we have a master's. What would you say about addiction? Anybody here addicted to anything that they wish they weren't addicted to? Cigarettes. Herman's addicted to bread. <laughs> I call it his belly. We we do a we do it every couple months we do a test where they come and they test your body fat. It's called a DEXA. It's the most accurate. And we're working on Herman's visceral fat. He's got a mini bowling ball there of yeah. fat in the stomach. Look at that. That's You're not coming there? back soon, is it? Uh, so, about. how do you break addiction? Charlotte first, then Herman. Okay, well, my degree was actually on the relevance of neuroscience in providing communication <laughs> for criminal behavior. So I'm not going to even try and answer that because I don't want to give anyone wrong information. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Herman, for sure. If but you want to become, become a criminal, she yeah, can help you. psychopathy. <laughs> yeah. Then yeah, but not um, that. <laughs> yeah. Huh? It's that's crazy true. actually how many people yeah, right. are psychopaths right. in like white collar crime and how many people like top businessmen <clears throat> have psychopathic traits. But that's a conversation. Top businessmen them. have psychopathic traits? <laughs> Look at that <laughs> face,
2: Herman. <laughs> <laughs> Speak of psychopath Herman <laughs> <laughs> creeps cross. American
1: psych Argentinian. Okay, <laughs> Herman.
0: What would you say as a PhD in molecular neuroscience? So about addiction? Yes. What was the question? <laughs> about things about addiction, overcoming over addiction.
1: Well, overcoming addiction. Overcoming is not, is ADD. Herman right. had Dep- to walk Dep- from there to
0: here and remember the question. That was too much. Yeah. That was
1: too much. Dep- first of all, depends on the addiction and what level of addiction you have. So, Can you, if, do you see yourself in there? No. That means you ain't leaning enough. Okay. So, so if you if you are addicted to um, a hard drug, for example. Uh, It's going to be very hard to get out. First of all, you need to seek help and I'm not that kind of uh, doctor I'm not a psychiatrist, but you need to seek help if you're addicted say foods and even though the Psychology Association doesn't consider food an addiction. I really there's lots of people that do Believe it's an addiction. It has all the same signs of addictive behavior such as drugs Um, The the first thing you need to do is Say you're addicted to, I don't know, cereal or sugar or whatever. Get rid of the sugar. Yeah, out of your house, out of your house. But I'm going to say this. Don't get rid of it completely because that's when cravings get greater. What you need to do is change habits slowly. So, like, let's say, so I used to drink, what did I used to drink all the time? Soda. No, but which one? I would always ask for Coke. Coke, no no ice. ice. Yes. So every single (laughs) meal I would have, I would have a Coke, no ice, for lunch and for dinner. And I said, "Okay, that's too much. I want to change my habit." I didn't just one day say, "I'm not going to drink Coke." Now, some people can, some people can do that, no problem. I know I couldn't. So what I did is I said, "Okay, from now on I'm going to have Coke only at lunchtime." And then every day, and maybe every other day I would have it at dinner too. But then slowly, then once I was okay with that, I slowly moved to I'm only going to have Coke once you know, every two days. And then slowly moved. And then now I'm gonna only have Coke on Sundays and slowly so I changed my habits so my body didn't feel like the need, like, okay, it's gone. That's what happens with bread sometimes with me, where he said <laughs> it's like Herman literally Her mom has an addiction bread to drink. bread. Yeah. And
0: he tries to hide it from me. So we were eating at a restaurant, I kid you not, I go to the bathroom, I come back, there's no bread on his plate. I'm like, oh he did good. There's a butter he left (laughs) with a knife where he had probably quickly eaten the bread so I wouldn't see it, but forgot to get rid of the evidence. I see aside his ass. (laughs) I did my forensic. I was like, I see the butter. I got the clue. You're guilty.
1: Yeah, so you have to do it slowly, changing the habits. So again, depends on your addiction. If it's an addict you know, whether you have a sexual addiction, food addiction Drug addiction.
0: And the name yeah. of the team, What's the name? we're having teams of who's the best networkers, people working for me. We have two teams. Charlotte named her team the, what is it, the unicorns? No, Pegasus. <laughs> the Pegasus. And Jeremy named his team sexual chocolate. <laughs> Which is two addictions some people have. Yeah. Sex and chocolate.
1: So, yeah, just change habits very slowly. Part of the program that Ty's going to roll out soon is going to talk about addiction and changing habits more than anything. So it's that's why I don't believe in diets personally because the diet we can makes tell. you <laughs> a diet makes you, you know, change completely your eating habits which your brain is not used to. So what you have to do is slowly slowly change your habits and eventually you get rid of anything because then your
0: brain doesn't need it as much. Sweet. All right, we got a dinner to get to. So make sure you show up on the next Ty Lopez show and we're gonna do a little final Snapchat here saying goodbye. What is the best thing that you learned from today's talk, all of you who were live on this, those of you watching later, the messy one for Messi One Four Golden Balls. The Messi One Four Golden Balls. That if people tell jokes about your breath for years, you did something <laughs> wrong in life. What's the best takeaway you had from today's hour long talk? Kenna <coughs> Charlotte, Edmond, don't do pickup lines in America. That someone said. Someone said, I need to go to Denmark. Woo! <laughs> 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 uh. Yeah, what was that club name? <laughs> I'm, I'm hungry. Kenna's <laughs> stomach. Blonde. Have you seen a is... PSA from Denmark asking for people to, to go on vacation to conceive? I have like, not yeah, seen yeah, that. Like family, like Brush teeth for 30 minutes. Someone said. Okay, I need one mean tweet to me to read. A uh, one mean comment. Anybody have anything mean? <laughs> Ty is a pimp. Ty does not want J. Beeb's sloppy seconds. Be hilarious and take a bath. That helps. Eat lobster burger sandwiches. <laughs> Ty is a bully term on. <laughs> Ty, get out, Selena. All right. Thank you guys so much. Take your glasses off. Your hair looks like a turd.
1: <laughs> I like that.
0: My hair looks like a turd. And they put the little turd thing. So it, it kind of does. Wait. Let me see if I can do the little. There we go. All right. Thank you so much for being on the show. It'll be on my YouTube. Watch my mean tweets thing. It's pretty funny. It's on youtube.com slash Ty Lopez. And check out the behind the scenes on my Snapchat. It's just my name, Ty Lopez, and number one. Ty eyeglasses. <laughs> I like that. Tyrenz's glasses. This dude doesn't own anything. All right. See you guys later.